Happy New Year, Diary listeners. Happy Tuesday, too. It's the 2nd of January, so you've had a full day of this new year, 2024, under your belts. I'm calling this diary entry, which will be a personal entry with me. So if you were hoping to catch somebody else this week, (laughs) you can stop listening now. I'm basically going to, uh, well... I'm calling this diary entry resolutions because I'm going to tell you about my resolutions. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. (laughs) What it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. I fully expect accountability within this. I never do this. I can tell you guys what my past has been. Every single year for a very long time, my resolve was to say no more. That was because I'm codependent and I tend to want to do a lot more than I actually can do. And so I, I, I tend to get myself involved in things that really are none of my business. And I very much so have limited power to affect change in. I waste a lot of time and energy. And I lose steam, get depressed, rinse, wash, repeat. And it's kind of like that with, uh, I think, everything that I do. Uh that's not my resolve this year. Uh, I, I do think that it helped me for a long time because being aware of your issues definitely helps you confront the issue itself. Codependency is, is a hard one because it, it requires that you tackle an inappropriate relationship with people and their influence in your life and social dynamics, etc. And and really, I, I guess yourself, too. You have to be very honest with yourself about what you can actually do. And also, on top of what you can do, I, I, I think it's really important, I've said it before, what you should do. And I've I've been working the past year to really kind of figure out what I should do. And what I mean by that is, is I think that, uh, you know, we, we want to do so much. We want to solve so many things that we see going on in the world as issues. And, um, you know, just, just doing something or, putting yourself to something that is, like I said earlier, just going to spin your wheels, it, it, it wrecks all the potential that could be. So I don't want to do that anymore. I don't think, like I said, I don't think that my past resolve to say no more was bad. Uh, it, it strengthened me for a while and put a lot of necessary boundaries up that needed to be had and, 
it stopped a lot of things that I don't really think I knew how to manage or handle. And I was able to remain honest with people. But that's not, that's not where I'm at now. Like I said, I've been thinking about how to, well, I I have my connection with God now and that's pivotal. That's what I have to bring it all back to, praise God. And I have been thinking about what should be done. And it's very hack, you know, everybody tells you kind of the same things, but, but your own realization about it is necessary. And I do think that you have to suffer and go through the pangs of your experience enough to fully accept it for yourself. I know I have to clean my own house before I can do anything. And it starts very personally. And again, it's hack. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a body uh, determination that I have resolution. So for the next month, and this is pretty radical, I am going to be going carnivore, pure carnivore, just meat and water, like a crap ton of water. I'm also going pretty hardcore about the seasoning. Uh, Just Celtic sea salt is what I'm putting on things. I really need to detox from so much. And this this will have the result of weight loss, which I I can't lie. I'm, (laughs) I'm excited about. But that's not really why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I have heard wonderful things about this diet, about the anti-inflammation results of it. I have heard that it uh, will help my body repair itself because when you put your body into ketosis, it, it sends a lot of, you know, your body goes into a certain kind of mode where it really feeds off of what's already there and it sends reinforcements to areas of your body that deeply need uh, change and need to be effective. And it will fix things in order to preserve. So I, I know I've mentioned it before on the show, but I have a issue with my knee a very rare issue called synovial chondromatosis. And that even took a long time for me to say accurately. Hopefully I'm saying it accurately. I think that's accurate. Just to catch you guys up, it's a bunch of benign tumors uh, all around my knee joint. And Rico likes to explain it as uh, my knee looks like it has buckshot all around it. Basically, where there should be lubrication, uh, I have little itty-bitty rice particles of cartilage just free-floating in my synovial tissue. Uh, It's rare as a condition. It's also rare to women. Uh, Men tend to have it more. So, woo, I'm special. Um, (laughs) 
I am very lucky and grateful for what I have, how I have it, because it could be uh, malignant. It, it, it could be cancer and it's not, it's benign, but it is progressive and it can uh, create other issues like osteoarthritis and things like that. So this diet has many benefits to it. The anti-inflammation will help me be in less pain. The the carnivore thing, uh, honestly, guys, it's kind of like the codependency. Like both are addictions in some respect and both are a necessary um, management of how you how you formulate habits, what power you give to what. And uh, as I said, you know, now that I'm giving myself to a higher power and forming that relationship, I'm realizing what's in my control. And I'm, I feel clearer about the choices that I'm going to be making in the future. So within the diet, it just makes it very simple. And I know it's radical to a lot of people. I understand that. Um, And I've heard already objections come about it. Yeah, you have to eat. You have to eat vegetables. Okay, well, animals eat vegetables, so I'm fairly certain that animals have what vegetables have. And uh, particularly if how it goes down today, Rico's out hunting right now. So please send prayers, everybody who listens to this, that our future, I I mean, you're going to be hearing this at 7 p.m. tonight. So he'll have already be back home. We'll already have the truth of this. But if you can send out prayers that those who hunt are able to get game this year, that would be great. You don't have to center it just to Rico. But if we got game meat, that means that it is about as free range as you can get and diversified in diet as you can get. And uh, (laughs) that'd be really nice to stack our freezer now that I'm eating just meat because it would save us a lot of money in the long run and it would provide quite a bit of eating for for me, for us, for me though, uh, in this quest. So animals get those vitamins. There's countless people who talk about the carnivore diet. diet. I believe that Jordan Peterson's daughter, uh, calls it the lion's diet. And, uh, they actually just got funding to do research on it, but she and her father have been on it for a very long time. And, uh, She actually suffers from terrible rheumatoid arthritis. And, and to be clear, this isn't, this isn't a, I I don't know that the thing of it is, is that they don't know. The doctors don't know their, their whole thing towards my condition is we know what it is. We don't know what causes it. So that's great. Right. And, uh, they can they can scope out your joint. They can remove the synovial tissue, but uh, it more than likely comes back. And from what I've seen on certain Facebook groups, 
it kind of comes back with a vengeance. Excuse me for a second. I'm just clearing my throat. Anybody else feeling like there's, I mean, it's this time of year, right? There's like ick going around, but it's not that I'm sick. I just feel like there's a, it it could be just me right now. Um, It's a hard segue, but I feel like there's a little bit more like mucus in my body and maybe it, maybe it is just me cleansing myself right now. Like, like flushing all this crap that's in my body. Um, cause I'm not, you know, no dairy. <laughs> I guess the only dairy technically that I'm taking in would be eggs. Um, I'm not doing cheese or anything like that just simply because of the mucus that it causes in your body. So I'm, I'm going completely into this. And like I said, they're now getting grants to do research into this diet and what it does. Um, But I've seen enough people actually do the diet and have wonderful results, especially towards um, autoimmune and inflammation and illnesses that are persistent. And it's not that the diet causes it it's that the the diet inflames it or triggers it and let me tell you guys uh this past four years since 2020 I was really in a good space in 2020 with my body I'd lost a lot of weight I was starting to lose a little ground because I had stopped doing jujitsu and having those regular drills in the morning so my my work on the floor uh, wasn't as consistent as it had been, but I, my body still felt good and still felt the strength of about a year drilling jujitsu. But I had stopped that, and then 2020 hit, and I everybody, everybody was like, oh, all of us couldn't go to the gym. That isn't even an excuse for me. Um, if, I, if I'm going to be anything towards you guys, it's going to be blatantly honest. I have a gym in my basement. I have a treadmill in my house. There's literally no excuse for me not to have worked out. The only thing I got is I was uh, angry and I was not motivated to work out. I should have been. I should have been. Uh, I, I mean, you know. But I was so emotionally affected during that time that I really had to and you know whoever's listening if you know if you're still listening you probably enjoy these personal insights of mine so you probably have been listening to the show for a while and you know because you were there you listened to the progress of me throughout the years leading up to this point 2020 was awful for me uh, and I really had to get past the anger, the trauma, the, my feelings. I, I learned a lot about what could hurt me and what could rock me. And on top of that too, the codependency is still there. So, you know, I have, I, Rico, I think had been in my life for a year at that point, I think. Yeah, it's going to be five years this coming February. And uh, every new relationship always spawns for me new dynamics and having to recalibrate and balance. 
I don't think I'm alone when it comes to that. You know, you more people and more problems, right? Like you bring somebody into your life, you have to figure out how to function with that person and grow. So that was something that rocked me on top of, you know, everything else that, that we all know went down. And then I had to heal. I had to come back to my profession in a way that I felt was integral and that I could, I could do. Um, because tattooing for me, guys, at this point, I, I've shared it before, but it's very sacred. It's something that I, I really don't want to do anymore unless I'm with somebody that I feel very balanced with, um, that, th- that they understand uh, what they're doing, that we're both doing a thing together on mutual ground, mutual understanding, complete consent, and that, it, that we, we work really hard for each other and for the common goal, which is an epic tattoo that nobody else has. Uh, that's really my aim within tattooing. It's not to say I won't do things that, I guess, uh, are symbols. I, I prefer not to do symbols, honestly. Symbols, you know, they morph over time, and they can mean a lot of things to a lot of different kinds of people. And uh, you better be sure with a symbol. You better be sure with a name. You better be sure with a phrase. You better be sure when you write something on you, these things uh, hold such extensive, extensive meaning that it's something that I hope that people come to tattooing when they do to be a lot more rare about it and a lot more uh, purposeful when they get permanent marks and that's the kind of thing that I want to be a part of going ahead on top of eating meat only uh like I said water is going to be another part of this resolve I have to get a gallon of water in me a day uh and that's no joke or else I could get very sick from this diet uh, you, you have, and it's kind of cool too. I've only been doing it a day. Um, this literally started midnight on New Year's day. Um, I, I did a complete 180. I set, I, I kind of came up with this goal in the beginning of December and I was like, Amy, you, you can't, you can't do this during the holiday season. <laughs> You can't start this now. That's that's not a good idea. Um, it's going to be very difficult because I know and we all know, right? Like people love to give with food. They love to love with food. Sometimes that's their love language is making food for you. And, you know, they're really good at making food and you're really happy to eat it, <laughs> which Of course I am, because it's always made with love when it's like that. And that's the season, right? So I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that to myself. And I'm not going to do it to other people because, because food is communal. Uh, I think that, that there's a reason why, 
certain cultures have have certain like civil agreements at the dinner table like they they understand that like if you come into somebody's home and you break bread that uh certain things need to be exercised and respected um you know food is just it's just it's our way to connect and share with each other and it's happy inducing you know because when people are eating typically they're not fighting each other they're not going against each other they're they're just relaxed and enjoying the moment you know and they're they're able to take it all in. So I was just like, you can't do it then. And uh, I was like, okay, well, get it out. You know, like get it all out. I mean, I did things that I haven't done in years, honestly, guys. I went to fast food places just to be like, you know what? I haven't had this in so long. Let me just try it. Um. Honestly, Roy Rogers wasn't bad. I would say that the the fries were very fresh and um, sandwich not bad. But I was eating all kinds of stuff. I was eating bread. I was eating stuff I should never eat. I was eating very quick food, Royal Farm sandwiches, like breakfast sandwiches and shit. Like not good for me things at all. I don't even know where they get their like their source materials from. Like it was dumb. But I was just doing it because. In a big way, I kind of wanted to enjoy myself. I wanted to get through the season. There's so much more going on in the season than just, um, you know, you're, you're working. There's a holiday. Of course, we're running up against the end of a session, a political session. So if you wanted to write your represent- representatives, I think it's very interesting that they <laughs> they back all this up to like one of the most concentrated holidays uh, of the year where, you know, everybody's distracted by the the commercial aspect of everything. So FYI, uh, our, our uh, legislative se- session here in Maryland within a few days uh, is, is going to meet and they're going to be voting on certain things, uh, repealing certain things, hopefully, um, so if you have qualms, I I would say write your representatives today if you're in Maryland and make sure that you get your voice heard and that they know that you care and that you are upset about something or you want something or you like something. I mean, I'm sure they don't get that very often, but, you know, like, uh, you know, if you think they're doing a good job, I'm sure they'd like to hear that. That might be nice. Uh, probably rare. Uh, that's, it's like, it's like giving solid reviews, right? Online, like give good review. Cause you're more likely to go and be upset about something and complain than you are to write something nice. I try not to be like that, by the way. I really try to comment well and positively about the things I like more than I do the things I don't like. And I will tell you guys that in my experience, I think just because I, I know I know that there are people behind these jobs and behind these services, I, I really try to be very measured 
in how I respond when I'm getting upset about a service or about a product or about something like that. I try not to be a dick about it anymore. Uh, and I try not to take it to the public square. Uh, if, if a resolution can be had, uh, I really try to give everyone the most amount of opportunity to rectify the situation before I bring it to everyone's public attention to rein in on at this stage in the game, because I think that that Mm, that is just that is our power to work with somebody and that is our ability to make a difference and I think it's a wild assertion to think that a company is just out to screw everybody of course you know if that's your position and that's your experience then certainly say something but I think that we should always try to uh, investigate that and know the truth of the situation before we, you know, ask for heads to roll and we seek to cancel somebody. Um, certainly once you know, you then, then act, you know, in accordance. But I really try to be positive. If I, if I travel, for example, and I go to, you know, a guest spot somewhere and I really like, uh, you know, a restaurant or, you know, Airbnb, I try to write stellar reviews to inform how happy a person has made me because I find that very rare in this world. Uh, and I, and I plan on continuing that. So, you know, I have a podcast, you guys are listening. So hopefully if you like that idea, you'll, you'll, you know, implore that in your own life. But basically, I, I said to myself, I was going to I was going to freak out. In fact, like the night before, like on it wasn't the night before. It was like the night before New Year's. I bought a bag, a fucking bag, people. And I'm sorry, I, I did say that I was going to try and cuss less. I think I am cussing less, but I still I still like that spice. Um, I bought a whole bag of bugles and I ate until I was sick. Go on Instagram and subscribe to Oddball Rifle Club if you're interested in muzzle-loading rifles and black powder firearms. Okay. Part of the mission of this podcast is to share really awesome people with all of you. So go check out Eden Health. This is my friend John Simmons' company. Through it, he does acupuncture, nutrition, microneedling, light therapy, but it doesn't stop there, everyone. <laughs> like it's, he's, he's a wealth of knowledge and I welcome all of you to meet him, go talk to him, reach out to him. You can find him at EdenHealthMD.com. Back to our podcast. And that's pretty much what I did. I pretty much let the last month of this past year, 2023, be sickening to the point of where I took all the romance out of a lot of the cravings that I knew going into this carnivore diet I would have. I just kind of made myself grossed out by myself. And <laughs> I don't know if that works for anybody else, but it 
so far it's working really well for me. And getting back to the water thing, it's pretty incredible because I was worried about drinking all that. But eating just meat with some some Celtic sea salt makes you extremely thirsty. Now, I haven't mastered the bathroom situation yet. Like, I'm hoping my body will regulate to this much water intake and that, you know, after it has flushed everything <laughs> out and I'm on my way that I... I'll hold on to more. I don't, I don't even know. I guess I'm just going to have to roll with it. I guess I'm just going to go to the bathroom like a lot, but it's a little, it's a little much right now. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I'm, I'm trying to be healthier. I really, really am. The workout's going to come. Um, but already I feel a lot more energy and I remembered it. Like I did a keto diet where I cut out I didn't cut out carbs. I just, I made them cleaner carbs and more vegetables. And I definitely cut out gluten, uh, that I did, but you know, it, even with that adjustment to my diet from what I was eating, like I, I just got so much more energy, but because I was working out at that time, I do think that the carbs that I was eating were being used effectively and I was burning far more than I was intaking and so I was losing weight and I was reshaping it into muscle and um I haven't been exercising as much so and I've and I've been told that the the results of this diet you don't necessarily have to overly work out now I sit way too much for the average bear so I need to work out just to make sure that I don't, I don't get pain in certain places and atrophy in certain places that I, are just not good for functionality. Like I don't want to, I'm going to say this, I, I don't want to say it in the negative. I want to be able to pick up things, get out of bed in the morning and not pull something. <laughs> I want I want my body and my, my physicality to be able to keep up with the demands of my wants and my dreams and my, my ambitions. So I have to do this. On the note of me being stuffed up, excuse me, yet again, I had to like clear my throat. There's mucus and I'm sorry if it sounds awful. Um, <laughs> I actually went and visited a home recently that was for sale. It was an estate sale. And I think an added reason why my body is a little wigging out is because it was full of mold and, and water damage. And this place was super cool, man. It was, it was really cool. It was not worth what they were asking. Um, it, it was super unique to the people and you know it's an estate sale so both parties passed away and the family or whoever was inheriting this place was selling it so uh you know the seller is no longer or the the person who owned this house and lived this house uh is no longer on this earth so it it was very interesting to see what what a person builds in their life and um and how they live and 
to experience that. And it was a really, really cool home. Sadly, I could barely breathe in a couple of the rooms. They were just so full of mold. I'm allergic to penicillin, so I cannot, I cannot tolerate uh, mold spores. I mean, most people shouldn't, but their bodies don't have like the immediate reaction mine does. So I might be still kind of clearing my system of that. That was this past Friday. So yeah, and there was a couple moments I felt like I might have been getting something, but I, I know it was the mold because I had a night where I like woke up and I was like, oh my God, please don't let me be getting sick. Everybody's sick right now. COVID apparently is going around. But I'm about to let you guys in on a secret that I have that I did. And it, I, I obviously I'm still a little congested, but I, I am changing my diet. My body's going through a lot of expulsion right now. So it could be, it could be a lot of things, but I don't have the like, head fuzziness or the the tiredness that I felt at this time and that's what happens with like my mold exposure my body starts really feeling icky icky and I get sick um I have it's a nasal spray it's a non-addictive nasal spray and yes a lot of them especially the over-counter ones that are for um like runny noses and stuff, they have, they have like, uh, what are they called? Um, basically they, they have agents in them that kind of incite your body to keep producing mucus. So they kind of like your body will start to need the nasal spray. <laughs> So you can get addictive to a lot of the over-counter, over-the-counter nasal sprays and expectorants. So be careful. Um, they they do clear up the problem sometimes, but then they'll they'll exacerbate the problem because they'll they'll just radically change. And I, I forget the science on it honestly, but. Uh, I think what happens is they overdilate something in your nasal passages so that you can breathe better. But what happens is is that just more more and more mucus ends up being a result. I think it's something like that. I'm not a scientist nor a medical professional, so don't fully listen to me. But this trick works, and this is one that I got during when I, when COVID land opened back up again and people were starting to travel and open up, um, and I was going to Minnesota, I knew I was going to a state that was a lot colder than Maryland. And, um, you know, there was the, um, what do you call it? The, there was like a variant going around that was like a super spreader. It wasn't nearly as devastating as COVID, but it was like super infectious and, and I knew I'd be traveling, so I bought this. It's called povidone iodine, and you spray it up your nose, and it's it's got very simple ingredients. It's got, like, citric acid in it and aloe, aloe vera and iodine, and it just, just 
it's like the bare minimum of what you need in order to cleanse your nasal passages. But it, you, you basically, it's like two little hits to each side of your nostrils and you can feel it. I'm telling you, I woke up and I felt like awful. And then I was like, Ooh, I have that nasal spray. You just spray it up your nose and like instantly I could feel like the war inside my face happening that that like, you know, when you put peroxide on something, like you can see it happening and feel it happening. It starts fizzing and it's like all mad and, you know, it's just attacking all those germs on the surface of your body. And there is actually digestible uh, peroxide too so you can you can do that too there is um, peroxide that you can take drops of peroxide and um, that helps kill stuff as well it's apparently really effective with cancer and things like that cancer prevention um, but this stuff just automatically it says on it like kills like 99.9 percent of bacteria and funguses and all that stuff so I was like well this is this is the thing to do and while I was traveling for work and I'll probably take it with me this time when I travel again because look you know we grow and we grow and we we get better at understanding how to move in this world and how to combat these things and what I found is is that if I Oh, you know, like before I left the house, started my day with like, you know, kind of, I call it douching my nose, but that's pretty much what it is. And kind of working my nasal passages and and my throatal area and just kind of cleansing it with that povidone iodine uh, that it can, it, it would just like prime me and then I'd go out and then I'd experience the world. You can use it every six hours uh, for up to like three months. And after three months, you, they recommend that you stop using it. Um, but I, you know, I'm not, (laughs) I have it since, since I used it in Minnesota. So I, and then when I come home, I would do it again before I, you know, after I got done with my day and I was at home and I found that I was able to travel to another state, work completely, stay around people, meet people. Uh, for the most part, there was masks involved in places, but, um, I, I really feel like there was enough opportunity for us to get each other sick in the times that masks weren't involved. I mean, I don't, I don't validate the masks. The masks I don't think work at all. Uh, Personally, uh, the literature is out. The people have confessed and uh, doesn't look like the masking does shit. If it makes you feel better, bravo. Go ahead. If you think that's the reason why you didn't get sick, I think belief does a lot for how our bodies react. So go for it. I don't think, nor did I ever think that they worked. I do think that uh, they can keep certain things from spreading. And I do think that a barrier helps a little. Um, but as far as viral contamination, it, it really, it doesn't do much, folks. Um, doesn't do much. So, if, if anything at all. But it might make you feel better. Anyway. Not going to get into a masking issue here. I've already stated in other podcast 
diary entries with friends of mine, my position there. But this povidone iodine spray kept me healthy, traveling without catching a single virus. And Omicron, that's what it was called. Omicron, Omicron, the transformer of the COVID virus. (laughs) That's what was rampant. The, the super spreader. So I didn't get it. Uh, so carnivore is my resolution. I'm going to do it for a month. Uh, I'm looking forward to everything. I'm weighing myself every day. I know that sounds excessive, but I really, really, really want to have a testimony here of what this will do and kind of watch myself as I do it. Uh, I have fresh pictures of me at the holiday, at Christmas. I mean, it is five days before the new year, but holy crap, guys, like, or six days, whatever. Um, It was then that I was like, this, this definitely needs to change. Like, not only do you feel sickening, but you look bad. Uh, And I'm, I know everybody's like, oh, you know, say that about yourself, but yeah, look, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm ugly or, you know, awful or what, you know, like I'm not going to tell, tell myself that I'm a horrible person or that I'm gross, but I did not look good. And that's at least as far as I can tell the reality of the situation. (laughs) Um, so better days ahead. Uh, the other resolve that I want to get back to is, uh, doing more calligraphy again and my, my verses in the Bible. I really want to commit to that again. I think that'd be great as well as reading the Bible. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I always want to continue this podcast, this show. Uh, I'm going to be traveling this upcoming year. The things that I know that I've committed to up next, next week, we're going to be airing uh, an episode with Nick Baxter, which is really cool. We get his dire entry about how he started in the industry and what his beginning was like. So definitely come around next week on the 9th. And, uh, you know, Nick Baxter has been in this industry for 25 years. He's an icon. He's an incredible, incredible talent. Very good guy too, I will say. And um, next week, as far as my work, I'm going to be in PA again with Rapture Tattoo Emporium. So be sure to, if you are in PA, look out for me. If you'd like to get tattooed, please hit me up. But I am, if I do not get busy, I'm going to be grabbing artists there and being like, hey, I'm getting a tattoo interview from you, a podcast interview from you. We're doing this. It's happening. And if nothing else, I'm going to get interviews. I'm going to make it work for me. If nothing else, I am going to be catching up with friends. I'm pretty late in the game for this one, but I'm hoping not too late. It's typically when it comes to tattoo conventions, I'm not too late, but who knows what has changed. Uh, I contacted Villain Arts so that I could do the Baltimore Tattoo Convention. I haven't done it for a few years now. 
and I want to. I don't know how many booths I'm going to have. I don't really know what it's going to look like, but I do know that I want to do it. And I do know that there are several people that I want to ask if they want to do it with me. Kind of roll up in there in a legion and uh, make it really cool. But if nothing else, I want to do it. And if everybody else falls through or they're not willing to commit, uh, then I will be doing it. I might even be doing it by myself, but I want to do it. So Baltimore Tattoo Convention is an aim. It's not a certainty because I haven't heard back from them with an application. So I guess prayers there that I get to do that, hopefully. I already have a, a client who's interested in working with me there, so that's dope. I'm already booking it. Uh, and I am going to soon after that be traveling to Oklahoma. So send me blessings. I'm going to be traveling via car. I'm driving there. I like long drives. I know that sounds kind of kooky. I will be going solo. So, um, you know, prayers for me as I make my way. I'm quite, quite excited about it. I'm going to be taking lots of safety precautions and, uh, you know, (laughs) praying to God that it ain't my time. Um, But I I detest, the reason why I'm driving is because I detest flying, first of all. I really don't want to have to rent a car. Uh, I like my car. I have a new car. She's beautiful. She's awesome. Her name is Ash, uh, as we know. So I'm going to be taking Ash with me, and we're going to be trekking across country together. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing the country. I'm looking forward to the adventure of it. I'm looking forward to the books, the audiobooks that I will listen to, the the meditation that I will have in that space. I'm I I will admit that I am a little envious of Nicole DeRoy, who did kind of this. Uh she was a lot more uh all over the country than I am going to be. I'm just gonna stay in Oklahoma and check it out. Um I don't know what it's going to go beyond that. Uh, I have to look at the surrounding states and see if there will be anything more. There might possibly be. Uh, But for sure, I'm going to be in Oklahoma in April. Uh, So I'm going to be working at Renee Little's uh, tattoo studio, Goldfang, uh, Goldfang Gallery. And then I'm going to... Hop on over to Karma Body Modifications in Tulsa. Uh, So Goldfang is in Oklahoma City. And uh, Karma Body Modifications is over there in Tulsa. So it's not far. It's it's all in Oklahoma. And I've heard good things about Oklahoma uh, in general. I heard it's a cool state. And um, I'm really excited about it. I think that'll be a, a neat time and uh tax season (laughs) actually i'll be right past tax season when everything's due so you know we over that uh good way to start uh trouging ahead with the the next year's work and uh all that good stuff but yeah i'm i'm gonna be traveling there uh that's all i know for now i would like to also 
uh, touch base with uh, Red Tree in Ohio. Uh, apparently, they have something going on in June that I would really like to take part in that's a part of reinventing the tattoo. So I have to get in touch with Fawn Baker and Derb Morrison and make sure that I can attend that. I would really like that. And then also, my hope is to get to Montana. I would really like to get to Montana this year. I met wonderful people from Montana at the Paradise Tattoo Gathering, and I'd like to work there. They are close to where my cousin lives in Helena, and uh, I just heard magnificent things uh, about Montana. I got a little further with my family about possibly doing like a family vacation, and I mentioned Montana, so... It will probably be in the summer months uh, that I aim to do that. And I'm, I'm hoping I can get my family on board. Uh, I, I guess I'm thinking July, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I am just talking on my ass right now. But I figure if I make a record of it, it will speak itself into existence. And like I said at the top, I expect you guys to hold me accountable for my shit. Um <laughs> As far as, uh, yeah, as far as that, it's not for sure, but I had a discussion with them about how cool it would be if we just didn't give gifts as a family, that we just went on a family trip together, that would be really cool, and, um, you know, we, we stayed in a cabin together, and enjoyed each other in that, in that way, and, uh, I had mentioned Montana and everybody was like, well, you know, we couldn't do it during Christmas. And I said, well, you can't get to Montana in Christmas. I mean, yeah, there's variables, but it's not wise to plan, (laughs) to plan a vacation out to a place that has some serious weather during this time of year. Um, You want to go to places like that when, when it's a little bit more favorable that you're going to you're going to be able to get there and out of there. So I'm thinking summertime. Plus, there are younger kids in my family that if we had to work around school, that would be difficult. And also, I don't want to fetter Christmas any more than it already is. It's already a nightmare. It's already so much. It's not a nightmare. It's just it's a lot. It's just so much. I don't know if I've said it here. I think I might have, but Everything inside of me just wants to, during Christmas, eat everything out of a bread bowl and hibernate. Like, I just don't want to do anything. I don't appreciate the lack of sunlight. I I just don't. So, and I don't, guys, I don't know how long this carnivore thing is going to go. If I really enjoy this month, I'm going to keep it going. I'm I'm really not going to stop. Um... I think the the two things that I have entertained, if ever I feel like I need it or that I want to try it in reintroducing it, would be some broccolatini and um, maybe an apple here and there. But I really, you know, for funsies, <laughs> but I really don't, I, I mean, I'm only two days in, so who knows? It's, it's, the proof will be in the pudding, as they say, and in the effort and in the days that goes by. And I'm sure that this will be 
a day-by-day kind of thing. Uh, to let you guys know, I had a wonderful New Year's. Uh, I was I was able to enjoy myself with friends, completely have debauchery all the way up into the very, very moment that the ball dropped. And, uh, which I didn't see, by the way, I just knew by the, by the time. Uh, and it, it was great. It was chill. It was great. Um, looking forward to everything. I really hope that everybody else had a fantastic holiday season. I really, I really hope that everyone has some awesome things planned for 2024. There's more for me. But I'm going to share them more when they have evolved a little bit more. And really what I've shared already is is probably a little too much for what I, I can say for sure because things are in the works. But I have more to add. Uh, but I think that this is a nice, juicy diary entry for now for you guys to kind of understand where I'm at going into the new year. Uh I, I saw a friend that, that posted that, that he, he goes into the New York kind of poopy pied face, you know, when, when the ball drops, realizing that nothing's changed. And I guess that's an attitude to take. Um, it's a, it's a bit forlorn for me. Um, the point that I'm trying to make is that you have the power to change whatever you want. And it could be a matter that nothing changes, but you really have the power to make things change if you want to and to incite change in your life, change the dynamic, uh, spice it up, try different things, approach things from a different angle, see things from a new light. We all have the ability to hit this life anew at any point. And uh, I I just really hope that uh, you guys have some epic things planned in this new year because uh, I think we need it. I think we need uh, a revival of some, some sense. I know the kind of revival I would like to see, but we definitely need a revival of spirits. Uh, there, there's, there's too much that is kind of depressed and hopeless and I really hope that I really hope I hope that hope is alive uh (laughs) I do I do um the what I'm doing is giving me hope and so I my my prayers for all of you is that whatever your January has been and started out with mine's been pretty crazy honestly aside from all of this there's been some background stuff but whatever it's been it's been fruitful already that it remains fruitful for for throughout 2024 and that you set some goals and you make some things happen be bold take risks I'll be praying for all of us in the meantime I hope you'll join me in prayer. God bless everybody. I'm going to let you on to the rest of your Tuesday and week. Make it a good one. And like I said, next week we're going to be with Nick Baxter. So definitely come back for that. All right, listeners. Have a great week. 
Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.